You're listening to a Between the Lines Studios podcast. You can learn more about this show and other Between the Lines shows at BetweenTheLineStudios.com. Dislike that Anya. She's newly human and strangely literal. I don't say that. No one says that. No one talks that way. Strangely Literal, the podcast. You haven't seen my drawer of inappropriate starches. Here's the part where you make a choice. Deborah Buck was just telling us funny stories about his life at the monastery. <laughs> this goes beyond anything I've ever done. It's a total loss of control. And not a nice wholesome my girlfriend has a pierced tongue cut away. I think you've already figured out I'm not the poster boy for normal. I've given some thought to moving off the edge. Not an ideal location. What a crazy random happenstance. Hi everybody, this is Tabs bringing you another episode of Strangely Literal. Today I am bringing you Roll of the Dice, which is a really fun ficlet by Beergood Foamy that's dollhouse inspired. And I say fun because it takes you a minute to realize that it is dollhouse, you know, and just the concept that he plays with in this story is great. I really, really enjoy it. It's read by... John, who is another one of our voice actors for Firefly Between the Lines. And it just made me reminisce about how awesome Dollhouse could have been. I I love the concepts in it. I love the who's good, who's evil, and you know what's the difference and all that. So I'm literally looking forward to uh, reading the comics because I haven't been able to yet, the Dollhouse comics, even though I should. Expendable income is not uh, <laughs> is not in my pocket, but I can't wait to read them, see what happens in the comics. But just Dollhouse in general, I think, could have been one of Joss's best series yet, and sadly, it did not pan out to be so. So we'll just have to enjoy the world of fanfic and take it away, John, and roll of the dice. Hi. Do you like geeky podcasts? Of course you do. Do you like free stuff? Hey, who doesn't? If you like podcasts and winning free stuff, then you'll love the great geeky podcast iTunes review contest. All you have to do is leave some iTunes reviews for some great podcasts and email your name and the name of your iTunes review in, and you'll be entered into a contest for some great prizes, including DVDs, action figures, posters, and more. There's even a complete Buffy DVD setup for grabs. Head on over to BetweenTheLineStudios.com slash contest to read the list of participating podcasts and complete entry rules. Even if you don't use iTunes, there's some great ways to get some entries by sharing the contest on Twitter and Facebook. The contest ends May 15th, so make sure you get your reviews in quickly. Time for some thrilling heroics. Here's how it is. You'll get killed, I'm telling. Okay, that's new. Roll of the Dice, written by Beer Good, read by John Johnson. Roll of the Dice. She feels the energy surge through her, almost crackling around her fingertips. Serious dark magic, but nothing she can't control. Besides, he's a monster. He's got it coming. Eyes narrowing, she steps up to him, begins to recite the spell, and... Gauchko the Urukai strikes you with his broadsword before you can finish the spell. You lose. Jeremy rolls the dice. Twelve hit points. 
The pain is white hot as the blade slashes through her armor, leaving a deep gash across her belly. She stumbles backwards, trying to stay upright, but the entire world keels over and she sits down, instinctively pressing her hand against the wound to keep in the blood. Helpless, she can only hope her companions will come to her aid as the large figure looms over her, raising his sword. Is she, like, okay? Nicholas looks at the girl that Jeremy brought along to the D&D evening, and who's now curling up at the table wincing as if in actual pain and staring at Jeremy with eyes that seem to both plead for help and look right through him. She's fine. She's just, you know, in character. You want to do something about that Uruk High before he finishes her off? Jeremy rolls the dice around in his hand impatiently. Um, sure. Nicholas glances at the girl again. Ever since Jeremy's trust fund kicked in, he seems to attract these incredibly hot girls who are all into D&D. But this one just seems to take it way too seriously. Like it was, well, real. I attack the Gutch Co. with my battle axe, plus three. Jeremy rolls the dice. The black blood stings in her eyes as the dark figure's head is suddenly severed from his neck. The dwarf helps her push the carcass off her body. She wipes her face and looks at her savior with gratitude. Topher? In the van, Boyd activates the mic. Looks to me like Echo's vitals are all over the place. Are you sure everything's okay here? Not to worry, big man. It's just adrenaline. I imprinted her with one of my best mages. She can take care of herself. And you couldn't just have imprinted her with an actual D&D geek? We prefer nerds, thank you very much. And the client was quite specific this time. Topher checks over the profile on his computer, making a few quick adjustments for the next time. He wanted it to be real, and that's what he got. A powerful and gorgeous elven mage to whom he's, well, God himself. Besides, he shrugs, it's just a game. If she dies, you bring her back here and we boot her back up again. It's what we do. All of the characters and universes referenced here are the intellectual copyrighted material of Joss Whedon, the Fox Network, Universal Pictures, and others. This podcast and the stories contained herein are purely for entertainment purposes and no money or second life money was made off of this. All stories are by individuals and used with permission from the author. Strangely Literal was created in Chicago and is now produced in Los Angeles and has no connection or affiliation with Joss Whedon. For more information about this show, please check out our website at strangelyliteral.com.